0: From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition, episode 185 for the week of August 29th, 2013. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team. Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo malata willy and Tony Spatel. In this week's show, special guest John Thompson returns with the trip report from his Southern California vacation, and Mary Jo talks about a recent trip to Laguna Beach. All that plus this week's news, Roundtable Rapid Fire, and our Disboard Story of the Week on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. And Michael is on Diz cues 1.0, so he should be back soon, back with us, but I hope he's having a wonderful vacation.
1: He Wait, he's a teacher. Yeah, I, how he how worked. Yeah, isn't school starting? Whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm... Okay, so some
0: housekeeping from our, our music show from last week. I want to apologize to the Ellis Island Boys for not re- remembering their name. That's the name I couldn't remember. It was Ellis Island Boys. They are awesome. Go check Where do they on. play? At uh, Paradise Garden area. Yep.
2: Oh, that was the one I was asking about. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I I, I see them all the time and and follow them on Facebook and couldn't remember their name during the middle of the show.
2: Anyway. Since you brought up the music, um, I was over at California Adventure yesterday and I was uh, paying particular attention because Vista Street, Michael, had talked about how much he loves that music. Mm -hmm. And as I walked towards the Blue Sky Cellar, I noticed that right around there the music kind of you're getting... An infiltration you like three from two... Songs, right? yeah, right. You just get all this music. Um, I don't know how they would break it at California Adventure, you know, and uh, two steps farther, and then all of a sudden, all you hear is is Mater and or the right. country music, and and it's it's all good. But I don't think that happens at Disneyland. I think at Disneyland, it, it's it's more subtle when you go from one land to another yeah. how the music changes, yeah. and could just be the California Adventure is so much more open. But that's one of the things that kind of um, stood out to me when I was there.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, any other housekeeping?
2: Oh gosh! Oh, wow! I, Man, I I can't remember. <laughs> you never. This is
3: can so remember. bad. This is so bad. Um, I had something. S-
2: sorry, I do have another housekeeping. Okay, go ahead. Go for it. Um, it may be mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, um. Last time I had, or one of the earlier times I had talked about the Halloween parade that's going to be on October 26th. Yeah. So my friend Brendan and I went to a fundraiser at, it was a spaghetti dinner that they had in Anaheim. Um, they're raising monies for for the parade and Kevin Kinney did a slideshow. So I basically, you know, since since he, uh, you know, we know he went on the podcast cruise right. and, and we know who he is and I just kind of want to support this this event. So I went and Brendan and I happened to sit with some of the city council people. Nice. It was they were so nice. It was so interesting. they listen we were to our pretty, show? Um I hopefully they will. Kevin <laughs> Kevin Kevin recognized me so he, you know he he said hi and I don't think Jody recognized me. So he's more quiet. But um, we were sitting across from a retired police officer who was um kind of impressed that brendan and i had come from the south bay area to anaheim to support this event so he kept introducing us as brendan mary joe from torrance and carson you know so nice. he just he kept introducing us to these different council people and so um the reason why i'm bringing that up is i ha- i asked him about these 14 hotels that they're going to be opening in anaheim and i didn't get too much information what i did get was that um, the Anaheim Convention Center is—they're is, planning a huge expansion. To them, that was like a highlight. They, an expansion at the Anaheim Convention Center that they were going to do, and they said on the, I believe south, let me see, maybe east side of the Garden Walk, away from Disneyland. Okay. They're building a hotel over there also. That's going to be part of Garden Walk, and they have plans to re-energize that whole shopping area. So that was nice to hear that they're yeah. going to try and get that. You know, now that the economy seems to be, you know, it's not on that continuous down, downward spiral. Um, they're planning all of these things to help uh, bring Anaheim back. And one of the things that I got was these are people who really care about their town, yes. and they were very enthusiastic about that. So. I just wanted again if anybody's going to be in Anaheim, the parade's going to be October 26, and I, Anaheim's going to be coming up with some pretty cool things. It's that, not just a parade; that's it's a, a run, festival right.
0: too, right?
2: Yes, there's a festival too. Um, just just things things happening so uh, they're on facebook if anybody wants to look them up on facebook or um, get on the kevin and jody page because they tend to post things about and, and i
0: also added the, the the festival and parade to the events page on the Diz, so you can find
2: it there. oh nice okay I, that'll make them really happy but they have a they have a lot of cool they have a you know hopefully well kevin was telling me that they have this thing where there's he and jody live in a a renovated Victorian house that was, I guess, the um, family that Disneyland was, one of the families that owned the property that Disneyland was built on, it was the Dominguez family and the Rhea family, and Kate and Ella, Catella, they um, are from that family, and their house was their house that Kevin and Jody live in. And he was telling me that Anaheim's going to have, like once a year, they have a, a tour of the Victorian houses in Anaheim. So hopefully we can get the date when they're going to be doing that, as well as he said the other things that they want to kind of bring up, especially for Disney fans, are you know show where the Swiss Family Treehouse, uh, what tree in Anaheim inspired the Swiss Family Treehouse, and other things that um, they want to bring to Disneyland fan, Disney fans.
0: Nice.
2: So things to look forward to.
0: Excellent. I'm um, going back to music. I just want to mention that. We always want to know when the transition from magical fireworks to back to Remember Dreams Come True. That's happening September 13th is the first night that Remember Dreams Come True is back for the weekends. So, yay.
2: Love that. Love that.
0: Um, Don't forget chat night, Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. I'll make sure I put a link to that in the show notes. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at dlpodcast.wdwinfo.com. Also if you want links to any of our other shows or links to anything we talk about like the events page or the fall festival or the Anaheim festival that is at Um Also don't forget about our Orlando show. they've been plugging us so we probably should plug them.
3: Yep. That, <laughs> don't forget that would, to that would be us nice on to do Facebook. What's that again? Oh don't forget to friend us on Facebook, join our Facebook groups. All of the all the Diz Facebook groups are run by the Diz people, so yay.
0: Okay, excellent.
3: Um, the, That's just something new I just found out. Apparently, apparently we've taken over all of our own groups now. <laughs> <Nice>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. If there any other housekeeping? No. Okay. Over to Tony with the
1: news. Okay, exciting or controversial news? We'll find out. Those Disneyland. Are fun. Well, it depends, you know.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> Disneyland brings in its first Marvel character. Thor may have been exiled from his home in a 2011 movie, but this fall the superhero will get a new home, Disneyland. Thor will become the first Marvel walk-around character to come to a Disney park since the Walt Disney Company bought the Marvel comic book giant in 2009, Disney announced. On a Disney blog, the company said that visitors could visit Asgard this fall... And come face to face with the mighty Avenger Thor. Disney has yet to announce a start date or where Thor and his hometown of Asgard would be within the park. Company officials have suggested for four years that Marvel characters could someday greet visitors at its parks. Until now, the company has only sold Marvel merchandise and put in a temporary exhibit for Iron Man inside Disneyland. Some Disney fans said they were excited. A Marvel meet-and-greet coming to Disneyland means Disney creators are now ready to start moving forward with bringing Marvel to at least Disneyland to start out, said Kyle Duffield of Ontario, Canada. Canada. In an email. <laughs> that doesn't count. Sorry, hey. Canadian listeners. Talk to us when you're a real country. Oh, sorry. Yeah.
3: Hey! hey.
1: <laughs> on behalf of all of our Canadian listeners. On you behalf of all of our... i just saying. Anyways, I... I'm sorry, I believe it's only a matter of time before we start seeing full-blown attractions coming to Disneyland and overseas in April, Disneyland added the Iron Man Tech display as a promotion for the Iron Man 3 movie. The exhibit in which visitors can virtually put on Iron Man suit was originally supposed to close in September, but it was extended for an undetermined time said Michelle Himmelberg, a Disneyland resort spokeswoman oh new spokeswoman oh, yeah.
0: she's yeah, I know who she is
1: <laughs> oh well you. Tom knows Sorry, no,
0: I'm just trying, well, yeah. do. I'm trying to of describe the, world, she's, the news. Yeah, she's like...
1: Yeah. When Disney bought Marvel, it inherited a contract with Universal that restricted any theme park east of the Mississippi River from using the comic book characters, including Walt Disney World in Florida. Universal runs the competing, I- the competing islands of Adventure in Orlando, Florida, with Spider-Man and Incredible Hulk attractions. That means that in the U.S., only Disney's California parks can bring in Marvel attractions and characters. Disneyland's Thor feature will be a promotion for the upcoming sequel, Thor, The Dark World, which is due in theaters November 8th. Now so, go ahead I mean, and discuss. What,
0: what land would Thor belong in, really?
1: Theoretically Fantasyland, because it's a fantasy.
0: Fantasyland. But you can't put be... Thor in
1: Fantasyland because it would frighten all the little children.
0: He could replace he could well, Merida.
2: I'm just wondering how long he's going to last. Tarzan didn't last very long, and Jack Sparrow didn't last very long. And any indication with the Thor ladies who with me? She's <laughs> still pretty hot.
0: Mary Jo's going to be first in line. Okay, so we know that.
2: <laughs> my, yeah. My, my, my co-worker was, when I told her that Thor was going to be at Disneyland, she was ready to buy a ticket. And I told her, not the Thor that we watch in the movies. She said she didn't care. She would go to Disneyland to see Thor. So I'm just wondering. But I think I think that's a good I think that um I'm wondering if it'll You so said by, we're married Iron Man with them.
1: I don't like it. I'm going to be a Disney purist. I don't like Marvel being in the Disney park. Sorry. California Adventure fine. I don't like it. Especially cuz this Canadian dude loves it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, No, I don't, Tony. I don't I I what so You you know what? I've decided that this co- this podcasting is a little more controversy. So I'm just going to start each week, have a different country or state that I can just get angry. And then the next thing you know, emails will start pulling in, flowing in. and
3: People will listen to us for the t- yeah. Tony going to tick off. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like kind of like Morton Downey Jr., you know, back in the uh, late eighties and nobody remembers that reference. It was a good one. Anyways,
2: <laughs> I remember that reference.
1: Morton, no, yeah. Anyways, no, I'm just being silly. Um, no, I don't like it. Because I don't think it fits.
3: Well, it's really hard to decide which way you want to move with Marvel because technically Marvel, this whole superhero things, the advanced technology and superhero technically belongs in Tomorrowland. I mean, that's why the
2: Iron Man exhibit went into, um Innoventions. I wonder if they- I would, mean, they probably wouldn't put it in the Fantasia Gardens, right? Because that would just be totally out of
3: yeah, I don't know. It wouldn't fit him. He really doesn't fit theme in land, even though he deals with the Norse gods. He doesn't fit in Adventureland, even though he deals with the Norse gods and Vikings. And
0: Does he well, from California Adventure?
1: No, but well, who California cares? California
3: Adventure—they can make it whatever they want to make it. Yeah.
1: I just think Iron Man. Not because I like Iron Man it better. than in
3: Hollywood. And-
1: it fit, well, Iron Man fits in. Tomorrowland, uh, yeah. like it, it makes yeah. sense. Thor, like the one they, they got the one character that really fits nowhere. Thor, yeah. and it's frightening because he's carrying a big old hammer.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, Mjolnir is not that frightening.
1: Oh, for Pete's sake! Well, I'm, I'm not scared of him. I'm thinking of all the little girls dressed as princesses.
3: Oh hey, no, <laughs> no, big, tall, hunky, long blonde-haired guy. <laughs> So, Are you
1: okay, so Sorry, you're saying I'm with Nancy. you're, so like five and, so, so you guys at five and six were like, oh, that's a big, tall, use your words, hunky guy. You were way more mature as if for No, but they see him
3: as like, little kids, okay, I grew up with a comic book love and older brother, and little kids see the male superheroes as, you know, big, strong protectors. They don't see them okay, in guess I carrier, especially clean. if you can you, see their face.
1: You know what? I should come clean. This all comes together. When I was a kid, there was this really buff, long-haired blonde guy who had a hammer that was from Canada, oh, and nice. I <laughs> got beat up really badly. So that's why I'm kind of against Thor and this whole thing. Tony I comes didn't, back
3: and reminds us why we miss him. I didn't,
1: I didn't <laughs> want to share that. It's very personal, but... That's that's kinda why I'm against this whole thing. And I apologize to my Canadian friends that I've taken the entire country down because of this blonde <laughs> behemoth that beat me up as a child with a hammer. So
0: Uber. <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: In our second story, the Disneyland movie Escape from Tomorrow is coming to theaters. Randy Moore's provocative, much-buzzed-about film, Escape from Tomorrow, which was secretly shot at Disneyland and Walt Disney World, will get a theatrical release. Producers' distribution agency, PDA, interesting, PDA, anyways, (laughs) I work for PDA, but I work, anyways, won't go there, announced today that they'll distribute the film this fall in theaters and on video on demand in partnership with Abra Morama and Film Buff, Deadline reports, the film centers on a middle-aged man who loses his job but keeps up appearances by taking his two daughters to Disneyland. There he becomes obsessed with a pair of French teenage girls and begins to emotionally unravel as he experiences bizarre visions and unseemly encounters. Disney, of course, was not part of the film, nor did it cons- obviously, um, nor did it consent to Moore's crew shooting at its parks. As such, many wondered if the film would ever see the light of day beyond festivals. Escape from Tomorrow will debut in select theaters October 11th and will be available on various video-on-demand outlets. And we'll have a okay, full review
0: on our oh – no, playing.
1: Yeah, let me – okay, you obviously – you guys – you had kind of tipped me on this movie. I have no – what – please, give me some more information on this thing. This it's, is
0: he. He, like – Crazy. We, uh, we talked about it, I think, on one of our shows. He, like –
3: yeah, about a he, year
0: ago. Yeah, he would be like on, across the park and use cell phones to direct people, and have you know regular looking cameras so people wouldn't get suspicious. And he, he did it all, you know, without Disney knowing he was he was taping in the
2: parks. I oh, think he, that guy.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. A, you know what? I just whether this movie is a piece of garbage or whatever. I'm just impressed that he was able to get all that done. And he used, like that. he
0: he filmed here, and I think he filmed at Epcot too. Yeah.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah, but yeah, they they you know they would they they made as, mu- as much as possible. They made themselves look like tourists, and wow. like I said, they they didn't have a big old group. They would be across the park directing from there, so that they you know. Didn't raise suspicions and. Wow. Yeah, that's and that's why it's surprising that it's getting released.
1: Well, the story sounds really creepy, Mm -hmm. but really creepy. do you
2: guys think that it's gonna? It's gonna. How do you think it'll do in the in the box office?
1: It's a creepy film, even if you take Disneyland out. Yeah. The film centers on a middle-aged man Mm -hmm. who loses his job and keeps up appearances by taking his two daughters to blank. There he begins, becomes obsessed with a pair of French teenage girls and begins to emotionally unravel. Wasn't
0: that European Vacation? No, no, that's something different.
1: Yeah, I don't... It doesn't matter whether he's in Disneyland or Illinois. I mean, like, really? Yeah. Or yeah. France? This is a creepy <laughs> yeah. movie.
3: I agree with you. Yeah.
1: So... I'm sure, yeah, the, AMC, a I'm
0: sure the Downtown Disney AMC theaters will not be showing
1: it. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be premiered, like... Uh, on the rivers of America, yeah, no, like uh, so. <laughs> with Johnny Depp. Or, I don't or, think
2: so. I don't think El Capitan will be having any nice. special. No, shows no,
1: no. Or I don't think you'll see any plush. I don't think you'll see any any souvenirs or rides. I'm just going out on a limb there.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: And that's the news.
0: Thank you, Tony. Great to end on that. Time for rapid fire. Let's start with Mary Jo.
2: Over it. In- California Adventure, the Blue Sky Cellar now has – they put that they have a peak view um, of the new Starbucks at the market housing on Main Street in Disneyland. And when they say peak, that's exactly what they're talking about. Um, When I went over there to look at it, Uh it's basically the Blue Sky Cellar hasn't changed. But you know when you're facing the room that has the screen – with a little movie that's talking about it. On either side of that room are post are like um, shadow, shadow boxes. boxes yeah. Well the shadow box on the right depicts the plans for the marketplace um, that Starbucks is going to be opening. Okay. And that was actually um, kinda neat. I took some pictures to see what they're gonna do. It's gonna be in um, the motif is gonna be as a old uh general store. And so they're going to have the, they're still going to have that old stove in there. They're going to have seating in there, which is going to be uh, really nice. They're going to, they had um, shows of the types of the dresses that the women are going to, well, I shouldn't say women, that the uh, cast members will be wearing uh, when they serve you, and also um, types, you know, that samples of the tiles and stuff like that. That's Pretty much what the whole thing, what the whole thing has. Um, I also went over by the market house to see and it's still, you know, everything's still boarded up. It was cute because these two ladies, I saw them walk up to the, to the door, the entrance and they were like peeking, trying to peek through nice. and see if they could see anything. It was really cute.
0: So, and- so it's still the, the fantasy fair in Blue Sky Cellar?
2: It's still the Fantasy Fair in the okay. Blue Sky Cellar. The other uh, shadow box was the Alani Resort mm-hmm. with um, some of the things that they're planning on doing over there. Um, I, they're planning on having a, a new. Um, let me see my. Sorry about this. I'm looking at all my pictures of the uh, of the um, the Market House, but they they're going to have a um, they're going to be. Doing something at the pool, with it it's going to make it kind of interactive for kids. Well, I don't know how interactive a pool can be more than what it is, but they're going to have some things going on there for the kids, and they just have some uh, conceptual drawings of the things that they're planning at the Olani Resort.
0: Excellent. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mary Jo. I'll go next. Join the fashionable crowd Friday, September 6th for Dapper Day Fall Soiree at the Disneyland Resort. Dapper Day events celebrate the tradition of stepping out in style. All sophisticated fashions, from vintage inspired to contemporary chic, are encouraged. Um, all ages are welcome. It's a, it's not a private event. They just have a couple meet out up, meetups during the day. The uh, first one is at 3 p.m. at the Mark Twain, and so everybody's meeting up there. And then the first boat that comes along of the Mark Twain, they're gonna everybody's gonna get on there and go around. And then at eight o'clock. Um, Usually they'll do a King Arthur Carousel, but that is closed for refurbishment. So everybody's going to meet up at 8 o'clock at Small World and go on Small World together. And then I think this is new. Uh, At 9.30 p.m. up to 2 a.m., Dapper Day presents Folly. And this is happening upstairs at Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen. And it's going to be multiple rooms of live music plus an eclectic DJ mix that keeps you dancing. And it's only fifteen dollars mm. at the door. And it's that event is twenty-one and over. So I think I think that's I don't remember seeing that before. Which, and it's kinda cool, use of Roughbinder's Jazz Kitchen. So you might want to check that out. And Nancy?
3: Well, you know, we haven't talked about the El Capitan Theater for a while. Okay. And so updating people on the next couple months of showings. Continuing on through September 18th, they're showing planes. Plus, on stage, you know, they always do a little something extra. So they bring um, in a plane? Actually, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> they're doing a little presentation called The Sky is No Limit. Ooh. And live on stage, they'll present um, exotic birds and birds of prey demonstrations. And then, Wait, where are the birds
0: gonna be? <laughs> how does that relate? Okay.
3: I know, it's a whole sky thing, but you know, it's also, um, presented, I guess, by the Wildlife Learning Center. I know, I'm assuming Disney donates to this, you where know, particular this? thing, Again? wildlife conservation and At all. The El Cap. At the LCAP. At the LCAP. Oh good, far
1: away from that, I don't like birds.
3: And then, mm.
1: another fear I'm letting people know about today. Oh, Dan.
3: There we go. And then they have an exhibit set up about planes spanning the history of manned flight. And all the stuff from that exhibit comes from the Planes of Fame Air Museum. Cool. So this is actually one of those where you get, you know, because usually they do either or. They do a stage presentation or a um, exhibit. Oh, you know, exhibit. Well, this is another one of their exhibits. And also, um, they announced since we've last talked about them, they do Tiny Tot Tuesday in 2D. And so every Tuesday they do the baby-friendly, small child-friendly movies with the dimmed lights and the and the sound level reduction. So that's that's to the 18th of September, and you can go to their website. Um, when is it, elcapitan.com or something like that. So we'll take um, yeah, show notes. And then after the 18th of September they'll be down for a day and they'll open up on September 20th through October 13th with The Little Mermaid in 3D. Mm-hmm. And before the movie there's a pre-show sing-along with Sophia from Sophia the First. And each guest receives an exclusive giveaway from Disney Junior. Now, that's not it. Ariel comes out after the movie to wave at you and probably sing a song. I doubt she'll sing. Or, or pretending you're, she's singing a song. You know how that goes. Now, even more, you have the option of joining for a special character breakfast With Sophia at the Soda Fountain. So Disney Junior fans, woohoo! And it's only available for the first show, which is 10.45am on select days.
2: Cool. So. I think that's really nice for, for, you know, parents that their children are really into Sophia to bring them mm -hmm. to see the Little Mermaid in that venue and then for her to come out. That's, I think that's really nice. It's
3: Sophia you know, Sophia is actually a really cute show and really good. It's got a lot of great messages in it. I actually like Sophia the first. So that'll take you guys all the way through October thirteenth at the El Capitan. Excellent. Thank you, Nancy. Uh Mr. Spitel.
1: Okay. We've got some new things coming on the Disneyland Resort in terms of food that are Limited time magic, I guess. <laughs> so um, at Red Rocket's Pizza Port... Unless they work, then they'll stay. Yeah, at Red Rocket's Pizza Port at Disneyland Park, they're doing some specialty pizzas that only stay on the menu for a few weeks at the time. A few weeks at a time, not the time. But that would be awesome, because I'd love more stay I know no <laughs> one else knows... Oh, you were yeah, going right He crazy. likes pizza, yes. Yeah. Um, through September 21st, they're having an Asian-inspired pizza with, with chicken... Comma, carrots. They need to work on their commas because it says with chicken carrots. And I don't think that's a real thing. So I'm assuming they mean chicken, carrots, green onion, cilantro, and Asian sauce topped with crunchy wonton strips. And then from September to November, which seems like a long time, a classic sausage and mushroom pie. I don't know what's special about Mm. the classics. It's classic, so whatever. It's not pepper. And then... um, They normally don't
3: serve mushrooms.
1: Okay. Then it's something uh, special I mean, for the holidays, but we don't know peppermint what. Peppermint pie. <laughs> Jeez, um, sorry. At DCA, you can get peppermint seasonal pie. fruit at Fillmore's Taste Inn at Carsland. Right now, along with the bananas, oranges, and apples, you'll find sweet Saturn peaches. And these are California specialties, and they're only around for it's a yummy. few months. Um, so, And they don't have to be peeled. And something that everybody knows I'm a big fan of, carnitas. At White, now I'm kind of disappointed that they're featuring Whitewater Snacks because that's always a hidden gem. But um, at Whitewater Snacks at the at Disneyland California Hotel and Spa, you can now have for lunch a hearty Angus cheeseburger topped with what makes a burger better, more meat topped with carnitas, which is seasoned shredded pork, pico de gallo, and guacamole. I don't know if they really wanted as a burger, but. Um, and also the carnitas nachos. I haven't been there for a while, and they used to not have carnitas Mm. nachos, and now they do. And their nachos are really good, so... I'm going to have to try that. Yes, so... I've
0: seen the carnitas burger before, but it's like one of those things that's seasonal, or but I've never seen the carnitas
2: nachos, so...
1: And you can get free refills there. Yes.
2: That must taste really good, because bacon's good, and carnitas tastes even better, so... That sounds really good.
1: So there you go.
0: I hope they didn't jack up the price on the nachos at the corner. Uh, They'll just make them smaller again.
2: Um, before you finish with the rapid fire, I do have one more. Okay. Uh real fast. Um, this is the last weekend it's through this week. Um, the at California Adventure, they're having the Summer's End Party. Oh yeah. on the pier. So the Disney resort is following uh, is following
0: Limited Up time on magic. It.
2: Limited. Yeah, limited. so they finished the Long Lost Friends Week, and so now their limited time magic is at California Adventure, and it's called An End of Summer Party at the Pier, and it will include characters in beach costumes and boardwalk-style variety acts on Paradise Pier. The party goes through Labor Day, September 2nd, so if you're going to be there this weekend, go over there and have fun with the, and party with the characters.
0: While we're talking about limited time magic, I think we finally got confirmation that we are getting a Friday the 13th party. Ooh. So Unleash the Villains will be Friday, September 13th, uh, where villains will be taking over Disneyland Park from 8pm to what they're calling the 13th hour, which is 1am. So, we, oh, so an extra hour. Yeah, an extra hour. That's all the details we know right now. But I, I'm hoping I can be there because that's that's gonna be that should be fun.
2: Friday the 13th. Fun oh my 13th. gosh, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be packed. I'm it on my calendar. But oh yeah, they they all are. But you know, everybody goes there with um, the attitude of having fun for yeah. that for that extra. So it's gonna be cool. Yep. Awesome. Just, okay. okay.
0: And that'll do it for Rapid Fire Time for the Thread of the Week, Mary Joe.
2: Well, this week I chose, um, this one kind of caught my eye. It's called Tired of Jungle Cruise Shtick. And this is written by Underminer, who's been a member of the Underminer. Diz since 19. 19- <laughs> <laughs> yes, He's undermining the Jungle Cruise. Sorry, that's um,
0: the, the, I've been playing a lot of Disney Infinity, uh, The Incredibles, so the Underminer just popped out of me. Sorry, go ahead.
2: I'm glad it jumped out at you. Um, So he writes, because I'm thinking it's a he. So we are happily preparing for another trip to the parks next month, and as we discuss our itinerary and favorite attractions, the Jungle Cruise is something of an enigma. I love the history, concept, and theming of this ride, but I've grown tired of the skipper's jokes. I have fond memories as a kid of the immersive excitement of this ride, with the skipper adding to the whole experience. Now when you ride, it's all a big joke. It was amusing at first, but hearing a lot of the same jokes over and over again gets old. Can you imagine if pirates had a tour guide that made fun of every animatronic and scene?. That yes. would ruin the immersive- <laughs> be kind of funny. It would ruin the immersiveness of the experience. I would love to see them plus up the ride, add some new surprises, return it to a classic attraction status like Pirates in Haunted Mansion. Maybe I'm in the minority here, but I would love to see the Jungle Cruise become a true adventure again. What are your thoughts? So before I, uh, respond with, I mean, give you the other thoughts, what do you guys say to this? Do you think the, what do you think about the skipper's jokes on the Jungle Cruise? I don't think we've ever really discussed what we thought I, it about really
0: them. It really depends on the skipper. I think, you yeah. know, sometimes you get skippers that are tired themselves of the jokes and, and don't put anything into
3: it. And, well, yeah. and sometimes you get, you get ones that mix, mix up the old jokes and the new versions of the jokes right. and you know i mean several of those vignettes have multiple jokes associated with them and the skipper's kind of pick and choose from a list of whatever they want they, Apro- they develop their jokes. own feels yeah. huh
0: of approved jokes
3: Yes, of approved jokes. Because I have actually been on the Jungle Cruise in Florida very, very late at night when there were only two of us on the boat. And... The whole different list of jokes. Yes! And we were, we got to chatting with her and she's like, do you want the censored version or the non-censored version? (laughs) (laughs) And I realized, it's been many years since that happened, so nobody's getting fired over this. And it was Florida, so leave our Disneylanders alone. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it just depends. I mean, I I heard one
2: or two the last time I was on that I don't think I'd heard before. So basically you like that they tell the jokes, you just like to hear, hear the different ones. Because what, like what Underminer yeah, is saying is get rid of the jokes, I period. I don't think you
0: can take seriously... The animatronic animals, I mean. Yeah. And you can't
2: get rid of the backside of water. Dr. Albert Falls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, the, 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 Tony, what do you say?
1: I don't, I, I kind of think it's absurd. Sorry. I, I, like, that's, that's the whole point of the thing. Yeah. Like, that's the, that's it. That's...
0: I think, yeah, it's been, with jokes from fairly close to the beginning, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. As long as I can remember yeah. it's had jokes. We yeah. used to you, and, and the jokes I, I remember when I was younger that they didn't really change up the jokes. It was really rare that we would hear something different. My brother used to recite it word for word. One time the skipper just gave him the mic and let him recite nice.
0: it. <laughs> yeah.
2: He was he was probably like twelve at the time or something. But um the majority of the responses were that the people do not want the skippers to stop telling these corny jokes that we've heard time and again, mm-hmm. especially the backside of water. I think people, like Nancy uh, was, was inferring, people go on that attraction expecting to hear that joke. Yeah. I think if we had a skipper yeah. who didn't say it, we would say something. It's like an animatronic that's not working, right? And you, you look yeah. at it and you're like, that would be... And there's that would there's be always
0: people on there that haven't heard the corny jokes and laugh.
2: <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. And, and sometimes you are surprised by that odd, odd one that you haven't heard before mm. or forgot. And yeah. it's really, really funny. We, the, the one time we went on at nighttime, it was, we had a dis meet. This is some time ago. And it was nighttime. We were on with the skipper and we had this we we had the skipper laughing so hard he couldn't do his spiel.
1: First. I forgot he
2: said something and we came off and that made it so much fun for us cuz like Nancy said it's a little bit different at night time. You know, you, they kind of relax yeah. it and it was just our group that was on the ship or the boat. Yeah. But if anybody would like to participate in the conversation if you have any if you'd like to read some of these uh, funny comments and people recalling um, funny jokes that the skippers have said over the years or if you'd like to share something yourself, just go to the show notes and um, click on the thread that Tom will link to.
0: Excellent. Hey, do we know if any of these people really get excited about being the thread of the week? I mean,
2: um, some well when I announce it, mm-hmm. they do. Okay. So I I I should start posting when we I sh- what I should do is when um we post when we the show goes out. I should post on the thread. You're the thread of the week because mm. I've I've had people send me notes and stuff that they nice. they thought it was really cool.
0: Awesome. Good. Okay. Yay. All right. Thank <laughs> you, Mary Jo. Thank you, team. That is going to do it for this segment of the Disney Unplug. Be sure to catch all our other Disneyland so, shows this week, and of course we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.